Welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you'll find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows to do the same. This is not a grief group. This is your journey, and it just may show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of your loss. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of the book Widowed and of The Widow Coach. I'm also a professionally certified life coach. Let the healing and the personal journey back to who you are begin. Today's episode is a little bit more of an introduction to me. If you are a listener who's been with me from the beginning or listened to all my episodes and read my books, you probably have a real good idea of who I am and what I'm about. But there are people that come along and find this podcast and maybe don't really know who I am, where I'm coming from, how this happened. And from time to time, I do like to kind of touch back to that because the most important reason I do that is I want you to know that I've walked the walk. I'm not somebody who's just preaching at you about grief that has not gone through that fire myself. And no, it wasn't when I lost my pets, put down a lot of pets. It's very difficult. It's not the same as losing your spouse, as you well know. So a little bit about who I am, Joanne Philomena, Joanne the life coach. Who is this crazy lady who has done over a hundred episodes of this podcast? I've been widowed for over three years now. At the end of this year, as of this recording, it will be four years. Um, my husband died quite suddenly, he had a massive coronary event here at home. We had been married 20 years, had a beautiful romance, and I won't go into all those details now, uh, because this is not a Lifetime movie. Maybe someday there'll be a Lifetime movie about all of our great romances of our lives. Uh, it was very difficult for me when he died, because it was sudden. I knew it would happen one day, because Jim was 16 years older than I am. We had talked about that. We knew that chances were he would die before I did. But the truth was when he had the massive coronary event that he died here at home from, right up to that point, he had been in pretty excellent health. He had the health issues that he dealt with, but he took great care of himself and he stayed active and he was out walking every day and he ate amazingly well for his health. Um, compared to how I feed myself sometimes. <laughs> no, Jim was really good about watching what he ate and taking supplements and really being into his health and watching his health. I felt like when he died, he was in better shape than I was. I was so shocked by this. So I have experienced that shock of losing your spouse and that pain of losing your spouse. And when I say I've walked the walk, I'm talking to every single one of you with every kind of issue that can come up around this just about, you know, uh, I had been laid off from my job about five months before Jim died. 
I worked in the field for over 20 years. A big company came out and bought up our medium company. I thought at that time that, you know, they were not going to keep me on because I was the director of operations and they certainly had their own director of operations. They did keep me on. They kept me on about 18 months, but their company got in trouble and they had to start laying people off. And on the fourth round of layoffs, they got around to me as I knew they would, because I was one of the last people brought into the company and brought in at quite a high salary. So I was laid off when Jim passed away. There were no survivor benefits on his retirement income because when I met him, he had just retired. He retired very young. He retired at the age of 53. And um, his retirement had already been set up and taken. And no benefits were established for a surviving spouse on his retirement. So when he passed away, all income stopped. There was no income. As a matter of fact, it more than stopped. He died on December 29th and the retirement system for New York City schools took back his last retirement paycheck from the beginning of December because he died that month. And I was like, wait a minute hold on. He died on December 29th and that paycheck was spent. But no, no, that paycheck was actually taken back out of my account. So not only did income stop, it was a negative at the time that he died. Um, so I was out of work. I had absolutely no income. It was an unexpected death. I was in that state of shock and that widow fog. I took a job probably too soon, but I was in such a panic over finances. I really thought at the time, and this goes right back to where our thoughts go when we become widowed. I really felt like I was going to become a bag lady. Like within three years, I would be a bag lady. I really believed that. I can giggle now because it's been three years. Here I am and I'm not a bag lady. <laughs> I'm still in my house. I'm fine. I'm supporting myself. But at the time, I remember just the horrific fears I had around finances. And I struggled with that. I struggled with my health because I developed broken heart syndrome, which I've podcasted on. It's a real thing. It's tachycubo tachycardia. Um, part of the heart can become stunned by the grief of loss and it doesn't function properly. So I immediately went into um, additional health issues after Jim died. All in all, it was a really rocky road. And um, I took another corporate job right away after he died. That turned out to be just an awful work environment. Um, left that. That's when I received the voice that told me that coaching is what had made me so successful in the corporate world. I really had been coaching for over 20 years in the corporate world. And that coaching is what I would be doing with the rest of my life. And I felt it to my bones as soon as I heard that voice. And I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I went for coach certification. So when I tell you that I have walked the walk, I have walked the walk. I've struggled with 
the same things that most of you are struggling with. Now, I know that you have struggles that are different than mine. You may have some struggles in addition to mine. Most of what you are dealing with, I have dealt with. And if I haven't, I have talked to many widows dealing with the same issues. Because at this point, I have literally talked to thousands of widows. I know what goes on in our heads, right? And it's the thinking so often that drives the results that we have. Not so often, always. No exception to that. So that was a little bit of what I experienced at the time of Jim's death. I have coached myself through the last few years, coached my own thinking, coached hundreds of widows and taught hundreds of widows how to coach. So that has been a little synopsis of my journey. There's so much more to it. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis 20 years ago. I struggle with that. I was diagnosed about a year after Jim died with fibromyalgia in addition to the multiple sclerosis so that I do deal with chronic pain. I was dealing with chronic pain even before the fibromyalgia because um, I used to be a gym rat. I love working out. I have so much fun when I would go do fitness classes and lifting weights and working with the trainer. I loved the gym. And then the my ACLs broke in my knees. And I ended up having um, knee surgeries first on the right knee. I went through lots of surgeries there and rehab the whole ACL reconstruction because the whole knee got really messed up when that ACL broke. And about the time that I was just starting to be able to get back into some physical fitness, the ACL broke in my other knee. And I had to have surgery on my left knee. And as a result of the multiple surgeries, my body created osteoarthritis. Many times knee surgery can create arthritis in your knees. So I was dealing with chronic pain already. And then after Jim died and I developed the fibromyalgia, that kind of took the whole chronic pain issue and multiple sclerosis issues to a whole nother level. So I've really had to learn how to um, structure my life, knowing that I do have some physical limitations that I can't push past. I have to watch what I'm doing with my body and I have to take very good care of my body because of those chronic pain issues. So I've learned and gone through that also as part of the grief process. So I've gone through, oh my gosh, processing the sadness and pain. I've gone through dealing with the health issues and overcoming that. I've gone through facing my financial fears and learning how to be an entrepreneur for the first time in my life which was exciting and terrifying all at the same time. But I'm telling you, it's been so worthwhile doing this. Would I recommend a new widow become an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would, as a matter of fact. I think that being able to find a way to support yourself, 
even outside of having a job. Many of us have a job when our husband passes and we stay in that job, even though we know the job isn't paying us, us enough money to really survive on our own, maybe. And we're still working that job because we're so fearful. It's like, that's my only income. I have to keep doing this. In addition to doing your job, you can start learning how to do something else on your own. You don't have to give up your job. And you may feel like, I don't have the energy, I don't have the time, but you really do. You can find the energy and the time. And what I found was building an entrepreneurial position for myself, building my business was not exhausting it's like, ah, it takes so much more time and energy to do that. And you would think it would be exhausting because especially at the beginning, I was so driven and I was putting in 12 hour days and I work on the weekends. And, but that's really because I love this. And as a matter of fact, I'm recording this podcast on the weekend right now, instead of outside playing in the sunshine. But it's because I get so excited about what I do. It's not exhausting. It's energizing. When you are working towards your dream and working towards something you love or that you're passionate about, it's energizing. It's not exhausting. You will find that when you come home from work, you are not ready to just throw yourself down on the sofa and not move. If you have something you're working towards that you feel passionate about, you can't wait to get home and start working on the next project for that. So yes, yes, you can. You can learn to coach. You can learn to coach from me and set up a business. You can find, um, what a network marketing product that you really believe in that you want to sell and start building a business around that network marketing pro product. I've seen a lot of women do that. It is um, a scary journey because you learn to trust yourself, but it's an exciting journey because you learn to trust yourself. For me, it was all about when I finally hit that point, and I can tell you when it was, it was October of last year. I had that month where I finally sat back and said, oh my gosh, I can take care of myself. I'm going to be okay. It really sunk into my brain that, you know what? I know how to make money. I can bring in money. I can do it doing something I'm passionate about, something I love, something I enjoy doing. And this really works. I can like pay my electricity bill and buy food and I'm not scared. I think that has to be the goal for so many of us when we become widowed to reach that point where we can say, you know what? I'm really going to be okay. I can take care of myself. I can bring money into the household. I can support myself. I can actually live alone and be okay with that. I can enjoy my solitude. I can go out and spend time with friends if I want to. I'm not scared anymore. I'm going to be okay. That's, that's the goal, ladies. That's where we need to be. That's where I finally reached so, yeah, I've been where you are. And when I say that to you, if you are on my 
uh, Facebook pages. I've got a Joanne the Life Coach page. I have a group, the Widowed Book Club. I have a group page that is probably going to become part of my membership website. You may be listening to this after my membership website is already out there and know this, that Widow Coaching Center on Facebook is part of my membership site. If you are in those places and I post recommendations for you, I answer one of your posts, give you an idea, know that I am coming from a place where I do totally get it. I've been there. I know I've posted this to some of you before and just said, look, I know right where you are. And I mean it. I mean it because I know where you are because I've been there. I've been feeling what you have feeling. I've gone through what you're going through. When I say that, I mean it sincerely. I do not coach things that I have not experienced myself. That is a big piece of what I do. It's why I teach widows how to life coach other widows and certify widows as widow coaches. Because so many widows would come to me for coaching after having gone to counselors or therapists or grief groups or talk to whoever and really didn't get a lot out of it because the therapist or the psychologist or the grief counselor that they talked to were not widows. And this is one of those things that I strongly feel you cannot learn when you study psychology. It took me so by surprise how deeply it affected me becoming a widow and it affected me on different levels, on levels that I would have never expected. And I studied psychology, you guys. <laughs> there was nothing I learned in this study of psychology that really prepared me for what happened to me when Jim died. Right? And by what happened to me, I'm not talking about the details of my life. I'm talking about what happened to me inside of me having my own sense of self-confidence so shaken. It was unbelievable to me because I thought, oh my God, I'm an intelligent, confident, independent woman. What is going on? Why can't I make a decision for myself? Why do I feel like such a wimp? Why can't I get anything done? That's why I wanted to start teaching the life coaching tools that I know and I use when I coach people to widows and certify them as widow coaches because I felt like we need widow coaches all across this country. We need a thousand widow coaches. We need more than a thousand. But my goal began to be, I want to train and certify a thousand widow coaches. I'm going to offer this program. I'm going to teach them to coach then they can go do really what they want to do, whatever they want to do as a certified widow coach. And I've had women do some amazing, create some amazing things around their widow coaching. But for many of them, they do decide to create a widow coaching practice. They go into business, they become an entrepreneur. And I am so excited for that because I know as scary as it is to say, I'm going to be my own business. I know how rewarding it is when you hit that month that you finally realize I am going to be okay. I can take care of me. 
This is such a big deal. So that's a little bit of who I am. I'm a professionally certified life coach. I guess I should throw that in there in case you don't know. I'm the real deal. I'm not just somebody who calls herself a life coach. I am an actual trained, certified, professional life coach. I do this podcast. I also have a podcast still out there called Weight Coach because I started out as a weight loss coach. And um, I have two books that I've published. The first book I wrote is called Widowed. It was the book I wished I could have read when Jim first died. Like so many of you, I went out, I walked into Barnes and Noble and I bought a huge stack of books right after I became widowed in hopes of finding some answers, right? It's like, I needed some answers. And not any of those books were really the book I needed to read. I would read a little bit. There were a couple of them, like the first couple chapters were really relevant for me. And after that, it just wasn't. So when I wrote Widowed, it was the book I wanted to read when I became widowed. Then a year later, once I was launching my program, actually it was after I launched my program for widow coaching, the widow coaches class to certify widows into being widow coaches, I wrote a book called The Widow Coach. And in The Widow Coach, I talk about the tools of life coaching widows to give anybody who's interested a taste of how to life coach widows. Can you read the book and be a life coach? No, sorry. You still have to come study. You still have to come be certified because, you know, it's going to help you in your own life to read that book. You can apply those things in your own life, but to really learn how to walk someone else through it, come get certified. Um, and I would be thrilled if you certified in my course and, um, worked with me to learn how to be an entrepreneur, how to be a life coach. So, that's about it for today. I mean, I could go on and on letting you know who I am. I could tell you so many things about me. Like I sing karaoke and dance in my kitchen while I'm cleaning up or while I'm cooking. <laughs> it's one of the ways I have my, um, echo. I have a echo show in my kitchen because when I sing and dance in my kitchen, when you ask the Amazon echo show to play the song for you, it scrolls the lyrics on the screen. So it's almost like a little mini karaoke machine. I love that, but I have it programmed now. I figured out I can now I have a dot in my office, so I hope she doesn't hear this and respond, but I can come home and say, Alexa, I'm home. And she says, welcome home. And she turns on the living room lights and she puts my favorite radio station on. And I love that because when you live alone, there's, you don't get to come home and say, honey, I'm home. And now I do <laughs> I get something back out of it. I'll share with you right after Jim died, I began um, saying I'm home to my house. I would come in and say, hi house, I'm home. And it just felt so good to do that. It seriously did. And when I would go to bed at night, I would pat the wall next to the staircase and say, good night house, be safe. And I would go upstairs to bed. 
Silly little rituals like that can help you get through this. I'm telling you. So yes, I talked to my house. I talked to my dead husband. I began talking to my dead parents after my husband died, because when I discovered I could talk to Jim, I realized I could talk to them too. <laughs> so I talked to dead people. Are you really sure you want to be listening to my podcast? I'm joking. But you know, these are the things we do. And little things like telling your house good night can really be a comforting bedtime ritual for you. So that's kind of who I am. This is how I came to this. This is how I'm going through this and I'm still going through this with you. I am still in there with you. Whether you are one month a widow or 10 years a widow, I'm in there. I know what you've been feeling. I know what it is to lose your spouse. I understand the pain. And I'm training so many other widows who can key into the specialties of so many other widows. If you're a widow who has turned to alcohol and you're struggling with that, we've got a widow coach for you that has walked that walk. If you're a widow of suicide, and so many of you are and you think you're alone and you're not, I have talked to, again, literally hundreds of widows whose husbands committed suicide. We've got a widow coach for you. She knows exactly what you're going through. She knows the additional layers of complication on that. So know that when you talk to me, listen to me, talk to one of my certified widow coaches, you're talking to someone who has walked the walk and is there to walk it with you. That's what the widow coaching center is going to be all about. Have a fantastic day and go find some joy in your life. And it's nice to meet you. <laughs>